Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. My hope is that this podcast would help you to know God's Word so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. All right, this is our second episode of the podcast, and this is going to be the first one where we actually jump into a passage of Scripture. But before we do, I want to highlight just for a minute at the beginning of these first few episodes that there are a number of people that put in time and energy and made sacrifices for this podcast to get launched. And a lot of times those people are going to go unnoticed. There's a lot of behind the scenes things. And so I want to take just a minute at the beginning of these first few episodes just to thank the people that have put in time and energy to make this podcast go. On this first one, I just want to say thank you to my wife, Bailey. Anything that I get to do in ministry really is because she is a support and she is selfless in our ministry together. A lot of the things I do, like doing this podcast, take time, takes energy, takes mental capacity, and she is nothing but a support. She is loving to me, caring to me, and she allows me the extra space and time to do some of this. And so this would not be possible if it was not for her. And she also also just makes me a better Christian, a better husband, a better leader, and a better man. I learned so much about who God is from her. And so uh, a lot of this is just because of her involvement and investment in my life, in my soul, and in my ministry. And so Bailey, if you do listen to this, I love you. Thank you. And anybody listening to this, this is in large part because of her and her sacrifice and just loving way that she ministers to me and to other people. That's our first thank you. So thank you to Bailey. Now, we are going to be launching into the book of Colossians. I have no idea how long this is going to take us. We're going to just go verse by verse, and we're going to try to see God and know who he is through the book of Colossians. So if you're new to your Bible, this is a New Testament letter. Okay, so this is a letter written from a person to a group of people, a group of Christians in the city of Colossae, all right, which is modern day Turkey. This book is about seeing the beauty, power, and supremacy of Jesus Christ above all things. All right, so for how many ever days we are in this book together, that is what we're going to be looking at about how we can see the beauty, power, and supremacy of Jesus Christ above all things. And is that not our goal in life? As we want to look at the scriptures, that's what we want to see. And Colossians is a great place to start. It also will talk about how if we as Christians, if we are raised with him, we're raised to new life in him, how that should change and shape all that we are and do. If we know God through the beauty and supremacy and power of Christ, that should change us. And that's my goal for us. As we meditate on this book, uh, my hope is that we would simply see the power of Christ and walk with power in him. So with that being said, let's jump in, all right? So if you've got a Bible, you can be looking at this. Otherwise, if you're you know getting ready in the car, whatever you might be doing, just listen as I try to read the verses at the beginning of these podcasts, and I'll try to say them over and over again for you throughout so that if you're not looking at a Bible, you'll be okay. But let's start right away, Colossians 1 verse 1. Now, let's be honest, this is usually a part of the New Testament letters that we just gloss over, right? Like, it's it's easy, but let's find the beauty in this introduction. I think there's something for us here. Colossians 1.1, 1, 1. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God and Timothy, our brother. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God and Timothy, our brother. All right, let's examine one main idea for today. I want us to consider our identity. 
Okay, so right away we meet Paul, who's the author of the letter, along with Timothy, who is uh, kind of his protege, somebody who he was mentoring. Now, there's a lot to say and know about Paul. And a lot of that is really helpful, honestly. You can learn about how he was a prominent Jewish leader, how he had a radical conversion story in Acts chapter 9, how he's a passionate missionary for the gospel. As you read through the New Testament or church history, you can read all those things, and all of that is helpful to know. But I do want to give you a tip here. When you start a letter like this, before you go there, before you learn all the background stuff, simply start first with what Paul wants the church he is writing to to know. Okay, start with that. So look at Colossians 1.1 and ask yourself, how does Paul identify himself to the Colossians? Or maybe for you, imagine if you were meeting someone uh, for the very first time and you were giving a quick statement to identify yourself by, what would you say? What would be the thing that you identify yourself as primarily? For Paul, he says he's an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God. I want you to notice the identity component there. He first and foremost identifies himself as he is related to Jesus. Did you notice that? More than anything else, he is an apostle of Christ Jesus. The word apostle means a messenger or a spokesperson. And at this time, Jesus had 13 primary apostles, including Paul now, leading at the church at this point. But I think that begs the question from us as we read that. How do I primarily identify myself? Probably depends on the person, but maybe for you, you would say, I'm a mom or I'm a dad. I'm an engineer. I'm a med student. I'm an athlete. I'm a hard worker. I'm a caring person. I'm a type eight. I'm a small town guy. I'm an intellectual. Or we have all these categories that we tend to identify ourselves as. We tend to try to own as our identity. But Paul shows us here right away in the first verse that our primary identity is in how we relate to Jesus. And for Paul, in this context, that is what gives his word authority. You know, we'll find out later in the book of Colossians that he's actually never met most of these Christians in Colossae. So imagine if someone you've never met before sends you a text or an email and they tell you, here's how you need to live your life. Here's things that you're forgetting and things you're doing wrong, and here's what you should start doing. (laughs) I mean, how would you respond? Probably by ignoring it, or maybe thinking that person is stepping out of line. But Paul's apostleship is what gives him authority here. Not because Paul is great, but remember, an apostle is a spokesperson for Jesus. So primarily, Paul's life is hidden in Christ, which is another theme we'll see in Colossians. And he is primarily identified and called by his relationship to Jesus Christ. Friends, this is no different than us. Your calling may be different. In fact, I know it is because we aren't apostles anymore. But our relationship to Jesus and our calling from him are the most important things about you. Before you identify by your work or by your personality type or by your relational role to somebody, you are first and foremost identified by your relationship to Jesus. And the last thing I'll note here, notice that all of this comes, what's the phrase toward the end of the verse? By the will of God. Who Paul has become and how he identifies himself and his authority even, all of it, Paul says, is by the will of God. 
Friends, how good of God to not only create us, but then work in Jesus to save us and then to call us into life and mission with him. That's what he does for us. You are who you are and you do what you do by the will of God. You didn't create this life for yourself. It is by the will of God that you are who you are. Would you trust that today? Trust that your life and where you are at, who you engage with, it isn't a mistake. It's by the will of God. What you're doing in life is by the will of God. You know, what if you had that mindset in the moments throughout your day? Like when your boss stops by today, that you would know this isn't by accident. This is by the will of God. When you are trying to live out your Christian faith, maybe in a bit of a hostile family or environment, you're not there by accident. You're there by the will of God. The cashier that you meet at the grocery store, that person that you interact with, that's not an accident. Your new client that you just signed, that's not an accident. The neighborhood you just moved into and the neighbors across the street that seem difficult, that's not an accident. God is providentially governing your life and who you are and where you are all by his will. I think that should give us great confidence and intentionality as we walk through our day. Our identity and our life is by the will of God because he is good enough to call us to be with him and to work on mission for him. Friends, may God bless you and keep you and may he give you favor, grace, and peace.